Oh, where have you been all my life? <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's weird to be recording early in the morning. I know this never happens, and mm-hmm. on a Wednesday, <laughs> I know there's not going to be any yawning this time. I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like we need to completely reintroduce ourselves. Like, does anyone remember who we are? I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know though, because like. People have been giving us a lot of feedback on our on our episodes lately, which is really nice. Like, I love it. Outing us out, sharing. Yeah. On, like, I'm like, really, guys? Like, people really like us. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And you know what? I've had multiple people um, approach me about the topic that we're actually going to talk about today. So I'm excited to do this episode with you. <laughs> Did you tell them snitches get stitches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know nothing. I know nothing. (laughs) Um, Well, I guess we should introduce ourselves first. All right. Well, what's up, everybody? I'm Stacy. She's also goes by Stassi. And my name is Crystal. She also goes by Crystal. And this is Itty Bitty Belly Mm -hmm. Committee Podcast. We're so happy that you're here with us. We have Itty Bitty Bellies, and we like to talk about it, a.k.a. on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking we need, um, so there's this podcast I listened to with Annie Leibovitz and it's like, it's really inappropriate. I'm not telling anyone to watch it, but I love it because I love dirty, dark humor. Uh-huh. And um, it's her and Esther mm, something monster and this other chick, <laughs> they're all comedians and they're very LA, but they, they, they do like trash Tuesday. That's what they call it when they release their podcast and they do like YouTube. So it's basically like a really long YouTube video uh-huh. and um, she's on Rogan a lot. Like she's really funny. I've seen her live. Nat's probably trying to like not kill me because she knows exactly who these ladies are. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I could tell you their names. But um, anyways, they have like a nickname for their listeners called slugs. And it's not very nice, but it's a reference to vaginas. And so I was thinking we need to come up with like our listeners nickname. Ooh, I love it. Okay, let's let's give it to the let's yeah. give it to the listeners. Like what are you gonna say the viewers? I feel like you're gonna say the viewers. You're not viewing us because we were not putting makeup on and having to do it on YouTube. Not going to lie. I did do my hair for this podcast, though. I don't know. Mm, that's cute. I washed my hair. <laughs> my Can I tell you my outfit to, to prove why we shouldn't be on YouTube? Yes, sure. Nike running shorts that are really short. And I only bought them because, well, they were used. And also, they were a size medium. And it really fed my ego that I could fit into a Nike shorts size medium that fit really well love that so are they those. tight they have like, like the fake underwear underneath thing oh okay you know? okay yeah i know they kind of yeah yeah so this fit well but then the shorts are like slippery like yeah pretty short material they're Got great it. i've never run enough <laughs> but I wear them around. <laughs> um so i have that on and then i have and they're black and then i have um kind of like a see-through-y disney a disneyland shirt with mickey mouse on it that's gray and then a gray sports bra. So I'm really not ready for prime time. YouTube. I, mean, I feel like you're probably adorable. I have a nightie on. <laughs> it's it's I call it a nightie, but it's actually like an old navy dress that like p- normal people would wear out in the world. No, I know I you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I love those. Thank you for the I summer. live in them. I didn't wear them when I well, I did wear them when I was bigger, but every time I did, I felt like people thought I was pregnant. Well, I mean, people probably do think I'm pregnant, but I'm actually, I'm not even at home. I'm actually recording this from St. <clears throat> George area. We crossed um, state lines. Yes. So 
So I'm in Utah. I'm in a different time zone. I'm not even in Pacific right now. You're coming from the future. <laughs> I'm coming from the future one hour in the future. Um, yeah, and it's uh, gorgeous weather here. It's totally amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. And I'm like, well, I just want to stay in the hotel room and record with you and talk with you. <laughs> That's all I want to do today. Is that you're in Chad's agreement that when you're on vacation, you just have to wear like lingerie the whole time? I mean, it's kind of just like what I do in general. <laughs> it's nice. not really much of an agreement. Was funny. We were actually going through some old pictures because I was trying to do a side by side, and he had some pictures of me when I caught fish like multiple, like like years ago. But like, you know, it was different dates. In other words, so anyways, he had sent them all to me because I was trying to do like a before and after kind of thing. And he's like, "Look, this is when you had tits." I was like, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, "You're right. They are huge." But also, look at my back. Whoa, look at my legs. Oh my god, I was so mad. <laughs> rude i would have been like what's your excuse bitch tits i'm just kidding i don't know if he has bitch tits but no he doesn't it sucks he doesn't work out or do anything but he has a nice body but the the it's those jeans man it's annoying guys are annoying but no i i don't know i i mean obviously i still have boobs nat and i were laughing oh Mm -hmm. i got to need nat (laughs) that's another one (laughs) but anyways nat and i were laughing at the coffee shop as i'm like pulling my boobs out and i'm like look but um, she's like, Stacey, your boobs are still huge. I'm like, okay, well, I'll take it. If you think they're big, I'm going to run with that. But they were just a lot bigger. <laughs> I get it. I do kind of miss them. But your boobs are huge. Dot, dot, dot. Well, let me tell you, I have a quick fix for itty bitty titty <laughs> committee people. <laughs> get boned. Drum and roll. then get pregnant. And then your tits will grow like three sizes overnight and hurt. So if you haven't put it together yet, which everybody has, it's the worst kept secret. <laughs> and I announced it on Instagram prior yeah. to this recording. But yeah, your girl's knocked up. Yay. Mm-hmm. We have a baby coming. <clears throat> We're going to name it Itty Bitty Belly. Yeah. No, I'm four months pregnant. And um, I have been dying to share because I feel like so many people want or have gotten this surgery because of infertility issues and that was a thousand percent why why I did it other than the other perks but um I wanted to wait until we got an all clear from the doctor and did the genetic testing and just made sure it was like a viable fetus yes and um yeah we are all clear good to go we know we're having a boy we're not keeping it a secret and we saw his little wiener. Kyle thought that the <laughs> cord was the wiener. And I was like, you wish. <laughs> it was really funny. <clears throat> but even the, even the um, tech laughed because she was like, a lot of men do that. And I was like, it reminded me of that scene on 40-Year-Old Virgin where one of the characters is showing his kid's ultrasound on the TV. And it's like the foot. But he's like, look at my kid's dick. It's so big. And everyone's <laughs> like, that's a baby's foot. That's exactly what Kyle did. And I mentioned it. Uh, but yeah, I was... I, everyone was telling me it was going to be a girl <clears throat> because the heart rate's really high and that's like a thing. And my side is all girls, but Kyle's side is pretty much all boys. And so we were like, well, statistically it'll be a boy, but maybe it's a girl. And I kind of was like warming up to that idea a little just because like girl stuff is so much cuter than boy oh, stuff. And absolutely. And I was just like picturing Kyle with like yeah. a little girl, like he would be wrapped around her finger like one right. second you know and yeah. but I also was like shit I have such <laughs> bad karma <laughs> I was a monster but I was very cute but I was a monster so I'm like oh 
I don't know. So then when they said we're in the ultrasound, they're like, well, there's a clue if you want to. It's not, you know, thousand percent, but we're pretty sure we can tell you if you want to know. And I was like, yes. And then I was like, well, Kyle, you can say if you want to know. And he's like, no, a thousand percent. I was like, okay. So she turns like the little, I don't know, this magic is crazy, but she turns a little wand and it showed like the perspective of like, if you're changing the diaper from the front of the baby, like from his feet. So Uh it was like his little feet and then his little butt crack. And then his like wiener. He was like, and there's the wiener. (laughs) And I was like, I started bawling because immediately it's the first time I actually, other than the first time we saw it, this time I was like hysterically sobbing because I was immediately flooded with like football, softball, boy stuff, you know, or, you know, if he chooses to be, I don't know, karate nerd or something, whatever, but just like, yeah, it, it didn't go to like Barbies. And this is very stereotypical. Like, I'm not trying to like do a harsh gender thing on anybody. <laughs> just saying, like, I just thought of like dinosaurs and boy stuff, yeah, you know, and cars and trains. I was like, thank God, thank yeah. God. We'd have to send this bitch to like boarding school at five five years old <laughs> if it was a girl. So <laughs> I'm prepared. And I just I feel like I'm more of a boy mom, you know. My yeah. nephews are like so fun. I mean, Jordan can see it my sister's youngest is kind of a nightmare, but it's really fun when it's not your kid. He's right. not a nightmare. He's just, he's rambunctious. He's spirited. Yeah. <laughs> you know? he's yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm pregnant and we're not, I, I said in like a, our group meeting when we had, like when I told everyone, I was like, I don't want to be like the one who talks about being pregnant all the time, but I feel like there's so many layers to be added to the weight loss journey with this. Absolutely. And I think to your point, a lot of women who struggle with getting pregnant look to VSG or some sort of weight loss, you know, surgery alternative to help them, you know, especially with PCOS. I feel like it's just so directly tied. And I think it's such an important topic. And obviously, I want to hear all about it. So Hmm. Well, you cry more than I do about this, I think. Oh, so I I tricked Stacey and and Nat on our side chat. (laughs) And I sent them a ultrasound picture of triplets and it would have been the same week that I was like it was like 10 weeks or whatever yeah. and I was like oh my god you guys this is on April 1st I said oh my god you guys <laughs> our ultrasound this morning I'm so shook or whatever and I sent that picture <laughs> and then I was like April Fool's just kidding but you totally fell for it Nat did oh, it totally that was it. like April Fool's but she's surrounded by comedians so I'm sure she got a bunch of joke things but right, right. you were just like I just thought it was so sweet and you're like I didn't, and I, when you figured out, it wasn't really like, <laughs> I was so stressed out about buying stuff for three babies instead of I'm like, one. how am I going to afford three new <laughs> yeah. pieces and nephews all at once? What no, you'd fuck? be taking one. I'd be like, this is your new mom. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That was yeah. so crazy. I mean, I was like super excited, but then I was also like, oh shit. <laughs> I would never recover. <laughs> It'd be nice to get it all over with and just have them all done at once. Yeah. Now, but yeah, no, exactly. Kyle oh and I are. Kyle's 5'11". I'm 5'9 and a half. Like, we're both big people. Like, I mean, he has a metabolism of, like, a freaking hornet. So he's always been pretty thin. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, mine's better now. But I was like, I can't carry three of these giant babies. Our baby, we saw it yesterday because I had a little scare. Uh So we went in to make sure everything was okay. Mm -hmm. And um, everything's fine. But we went in and it's only been two weeks since the last time we saw him. But this, it was crazy because... This time his legs were like <clears throat> stretched out and his arms were stretched out and he was doing flips and sucking his thumb and 
Oh my God. It was just such a trip. You see the mouth open and you see the like little sucking action and then his thumb there. And it's just a trip to see all this, but wow, he looks so long and I was like, oh my God, he's going to be tall. Like, (laughs) like us. So, but imagine three of those in there. Ugh, no, thank you. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. But I wanted to like, okay, I feel like there's a lot to cover in being pregnant with this. So yeah. I was going to share quickly, like kind of my stats. Okay. Because I feel like yeah, that would that's be my first question. question. Yes, yeah. of course. So I'm 14 and a half weeks pregnant right now, which is like the first week of my second trimester. So I'm four months pregnant. Mm-hmm. The math on pregnancy is also fucking weird in case yeah. anyone else doesn't know this. You're pregnant for 10 months, but they only say nine months. It's weird. So whatever. So I'm doing October. Um, I'm not going to say like the date out publicly because I do watch a lot of Dateline and your risk of getting murdered while you're pregnant is really high. <laughs> so I don't want, I'm just saying I'm being a little superstitious about some things. Um, are you there? Fair enough. Did no, I've just never away? heard of that. No, like, oh, I yeah. Heard that. I didn't oh, know that, yeah. that was a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't go down that rabbit hole. I already knew about it because I used to be like a really into like murder podcasts and stuff. But wow. um, Kyle hates that, by the way. I um, stayed far, though. Far, far, far. No, away. you couldn't. You couldn't handle that. I think you're too, you're too like kind. <laughs> kind hearted. Chad watches all kinds of shit too. And, and I'm like, just don't tell me about it. Like, I just want to watch Bridgerton and like hot people have sex. That's all. I know it's really bad. I can't with Bridgerton. Oh, and reality TV, like of certain course. reality, obviously, yeah. But anyways, yeah. okay. So, okay, so I'm four months pregnant. Um, I actually got pregnant literally the first weekend we were in Oregon. Mm. So, I've been pregnant the whole time I was here. I just didn't know, and that was also in the midst of our no way January. So yeah. I didn't, if you remember, I didn't weigh myself until Valentine's Day, which mm-hmm. was also my one year anniversary. So I weighed myself. I was 178. So I had, I don't know the math. I was 306 before 178, blah, blah, blah. I could do it, but too lazy. So probably like 130 ish pounds off. Um, and I was super stoked because 128. Okay. So yeah, my weight loss had kind of plateaued a bit and I was like, okay, so I'm not gonna weigh myself in January. I don't want to be obsessive about this. And I lost like what? Six pounds or something in January. So I was stoked about that. Yeah. So then cut to literally a week later, I realized I'm like five days late because my Fitbit told me I was, and I was like, that's weird, but okay. And then I ran, I was like, let me just take this pregnancy test at 530 in the morning, right before I'm going to go to work. So I'm like peeing on the stick naked, waiting for the shower to heat up and it comes up positive. And then it was like the classic, wait, what? Let me look at the box, (laughs) you know, that whole thing. (laughs) And because I was... If for those who don't know, I was diagnosed with PCOS at 14. My period just stopped. At first, they said, oh, it's because you're really athletic. Then they're like, oh, it's ovarian cancer or uterine cancer. God. PCOS wasn't as wide. It, I don't. I think it needs more attention than it gets now, but it wasn't sure, as widely yeah. known in the yeah. early 90s. Oh, that makes me feel old. Um, 30 <laughs> years ago, but or 25 years ago. So it wasn't cancer. They immediately just put me on birth control because that's their their answer to that is, oh, well, you just need to be on chemical birth control for the rest of your life. And, you know, good luck. Um, So didn't they tell you that you wouldn't have like you wouldn't probably be able to get pregnant? Like, wasn't that part of it? They don't tell you that at then. Right. 14. Yeah. But yeah, Kyle and I went through the years. Yeah. So (laughs) through the years, you know, I definitely had my share of like. 
I should have gotten pregnant from that yeah. encounter and it just right. never happened. I had a miscarriage in 19 um, with my fiance at the time. Um, but that was like really quick. Like I was, I got a positive pregnancy test and like four days later I started my period. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like really ex- uh, far in. I didn't even have time to go to the doctor or anything. I never actually told him because we broke up like right after that. Well, he broke up with me. Long story. Anyways. Um, so that was the only time I even had a, a positive test that didn't end well. Um, in my family, there's been several miscarriages on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sisters had two before each positive pregnancy or like pregnancy that resulted in a birth. She had a miscarriage each time. Um, my mom has had a few. So we just have fertility issues in our family. And I guarantee you it's all PCOS, but they just don't tell you. And right. nobody cares because we're ladies. So anyway, so Kyle and I went to a fertility doctor probably hmm, five or six years ago now just to see what was what's going on. Because I was the type of person who I'm like, well, whatever. I'm not even going to worry about it because they've already told me I'm not going to have a kid. So it is what it is. We didn't really use condoms after like being together for two years. We weren't preventing anything, but nothing was happening. Right. So we went in and they said that I wasn't ovulating, which is a symptom of PCOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and that in order to ovulate or to have a successful healthy pregnancy, I needed to lose weight. I needed to lose upwards of a hundred pounds. And, um, then they would go in and they could do this thing where they like flush my uterus and make sure that fallopian tubes are transporting the eggs and force me to ovulate and blah, 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 which was really discouraging. So I'm like, yeah, I would love to lose weight. Thanks for helping me with this, you know, like, right. what yeah, you know, so cut to have I finally have had enough of being overweight and unhealthy. And I was scared because my blood sugar was um, slightly elevated. I had prehypertension and I was just heading down that it was catching up with me at 38, you know, like you're like, okay, like my poor health choices, food choices, my PCOS, which makes you carry weight and it makes you insulin resistant. It's really hard to lose weight with it. Those were all starting to catch up at, as I was approaching 40. Mm-hmm. So I just had, I just was like, that's it. I'm going, I'm, I need medical intervention. I can't do this on my own. I've yo-yoed for my whole life. Yeah. I'm doing the surgery because also, you know, after 40, it's pretty hard to have a baby. Yeah. And I was like, this is my one, like my last ditch effort to like sure. try. And so we did have the surgery and literally on my one year anniversary, I found I was pregnant. So, <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Okay, I just yeah. have one quick question. So when you were 19, were you struggling with weight at 19? Like, would you say that you were overweight at that time? Do you think I, that had anything to do with it? Or was it more just the PCOS? I think it was the stress of the mm-hmm. situation I was in. Okay, yeah. Um, it was, get ready for me to be dated right now. This was right after 9-11. <laughs> wow. My boyfriend, or fiance, who I lived with, mm-hmm. um, he and I had been, this is a whole other freaking convo, but he and I had been together as best friends since we were like 14. We started dating when we were 17. We were engaged at age 19. He decided after 9-11 that he was going to be patriotic and join the military. Okay. So he joined the Air Force. And I got pregnant at his Air Force graduation weekend in Texas mm-hmm. um, when I was there with him. Um, I was probably 180. Like my weight now, actually. Okay. So after high school, you know, you stop playing sports and being forced yeah. to run. <laughs> you put on but, a little weight. Yeah, so. but definitely you weren't. You weren't. I was chung- I was chubby, 
you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe 200 pounds. I was maybe that would be like pushing it. I think I was right in that range, like 180 to 200. Okay. Okay. But I definitely wasn't laying myself every day because you don't want to see that number every day when it's just going up, you know? Yeah. So, but I think the stress of like him being gone and us planning a wedding, so we're supposed to get married like a few months later, like, I don't know. Or it could have just been my body was like, don't carry this asshole's baby because he's cheating on you. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding, but you know, uh, I think your body knows uh, instinctually, you know, to take care of you. And I, I grieved. I was really sad because he and I broke up. I lost him. I lost a lot of stuff after we broke up. And so that was awful. So I was really sad about the baby for like five seconds. And then I was, and it's sad to lose a baby in general. I'm not taking it away from anybody. But being on the other side of it 20 years out, I'm like, thank oh, God I wasn't yeah. strapped with his asshole. He was cheating on me Imagine. and married the girl he was cheating on me with. At, you know, I would have been stuck with him as a uh, f- divorced, you know, we'd be divorced sharing a child forever. Yeah. No, thank you. So <laughs> I am so freaking excited, though. I'm this I know. Is like, oh, my gosh, this is the most amazing. Music. Oh, okay. yeah. So I want to say where I'm at now. Duh. Yes. So I was 178 when I found out when I weighed myself and I was like oh crap I'm pregnant and now right now I'm 182.5 so really nothing no but my BMI was right on the line of healthy and overweight Mm -hmm. because I think I was like 25 and it's like 25.5 and up is overweight so I was like right in the healthy line yeah so they say um when you are already a little overweight when you're pregnant you should only expect to gain 20 to 30 pounds total. Okay. Um, if you're in a normal weight range, which I was kind of like right on the line, then you could expect like 25 to 35 pounds. Okay. So it's kind of a myth that you have to like gain 80 pounds when you're pregnant. Right. right. Um, but I was like, so I'm in like a, I cheat on IBBC a little bit on Facebook. I'm on this like weight pregnancy after weight loss surgery support group it was like uh-huh. the first thing I joined so I'm like okay this is all new to me and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm gonna have to advocate a lot for myself because yeah. my OBGYN is not a weight loss doctor so she might not know what I might know so I went in this group and I'm sad to say a lot and I understand the psychology behind this but I'm sad to say that a lot of these women are obsessed with not gaining weight again and I get it like I get the psychology behind that right but at the same time I'm like y'all being a little selfish right now because you're nurture you're nourishing a child that you really really wanted so you got to find that fine line between like you know am I going to eat Cheetos for breakfast lunch and dinner no because that's just not good for the baby but like I'm not going to like cry like freak out and write these really long posts on Facebook about how you know, I resent being pregnant because I'm going to gain all the weight and get fat again. And my husband will leave me. And like, these are the posts that I see in this. Group. Oh my God. It's shocking to me. I'm like, what? And it's definitely, you know, every demographic across the country, you know, sure. and they're not all like that, but you see them enough to be like, damn, I don't want to be like that. So, right. <laughs> you know, I don't care. You could slap a hundred pounds on me if that means I'm going to have a healthy baby and Absolutely. Then I'll, I'll get it off again. Yep. That's not going to be a healthy baby. So I'm not going to do that, but you know, I'm not tripping if I gain weight. My doctor makes me feel a little bad about my weight every time I go in. But Kyle said she wasn't, that it was just me being super sensitive. So I'm like, whatever. But, you know, their scale, my doctor's office always says I'm five pounds more than I am, uh, according Mm -hmm. to home. I don't know if that's, have you noticed that? 
Oh, always. Remember? Is it we're wearing clothes? Yeah. And it's okay. not first thing in the morning and it's not our scale and it's not sure. our, like, yeah, it's, it's all this shit. So wait, okay. what do you mean? Like she was making you feel bad, like as if it was too much or too little? Like too much because oh. she asked me what I weighed before I was pregnant and I said 178, but then I was like, but your scale says I'm five pounds more than I really am. So your scale is saying I, I should be like 183 when I started. You know what I mean? Because now you're yes. saying I'm 187 and my scale, scale says, says it's 182. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. but she was just, I think, you know, my advanced maternal age, which is also humbling. Everything <laughs> about being pregnant is, it kills your ego. Everything about it. But I want to say, if you remember my story about my pap smear that forced me to like get the yes. weight loss surgery. Um, my feet fit in the stirrups, not comfortably, <laughs> but it was a non-sleeve victory that I can put my non-bending Barbie legs up on those stupid uh, stirrups without dying. That's amazing. I held my leg up to get a pap smear one time. That's the story <laughs> behind that. Go back and listen to it. But um, no, she. I don't feel like she was like harping, but she just, they're like, look, like you're older and you, um, you know, you've had weight loss surgery. So those are two like quote unquote high risk factors. Yeah. So you just want to be diligent about being healthy. Yeah. And when you're in your first trimester, a lot of people, you know, have nausea and throw up constantly. I was nauseous, but I never threw up, which I was so grateful for because my yeah. sister threw up the whole time she was pregnant. Oh. And then I watched like Kate Middleton's story and Amy Schumer and they just had that awful like throw up thing yes. the whole time. I was convinced right. I was going to get that. But, you know, you're nauseous. I was nauseous, but the only way I could stop being nauseous was to shove crackers down my throat. Well, and I haven't yeah. had crackers or bread or right. anything like delicious like that yeah. <laughs> since before surgery. So you, it's this whole thing. I feel like we'll have to do like a whole episode about like eating and stuff. Like if anyone cares, like when you're pregnant, but like I was, I'm, I'm off the rails. I'm off the rails. And I'm eating like a hobbit. Like I have first breakfast, second breakfast, first lunch, second lunch, <laughs> dinner, ice cream. I also added protein shakes back in, but I got um, this special one for pregnant ladies, which oh, was cool. very expensive, yeah. but it tastes really good. I added some sugar-free hazelnut to it, which is like next level. And it has um, like omega DHA or whatever in it for babies. So that's awesome. And I, I would imagine you have to eat like that because of how little you can take in at any given yeah. time. Like you've got a restriction your... still there. Yeah. Like yeah. I, there it, it's looser for sure, which is scientific. You get this uh, new hormone in your body when you're pregnant that allows your muscles and organs to stretch because they have to. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's called like prolactin or something like that. Okay. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And that also affected my stomach. So I was like, oh, I can, if I want to, I can eat a whole bagel, which has never been the case in surgery. Well, I wasn't even eating bagels before, right. you know, yeah. but I don't because the, I pay attention to my restriction for sure, mm -hmm. but it's looser. It's definitely mm -hmm. looser. But yeah, I'm, you know, for example, for breakfast, I'm eating this morning, I ate half a bagel with cream cheese. Um, one like little farmer John sausages patty thing. They're like, I don't know, size of a half dollar mm -hmm. and one egg scrambled with no cheese because I'm constipated. So I'm trying not to eat the cheese. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to eat what my body wants. And of course this baby wants everything Kyle loves, which is mac and cheese. And <laughs> I haven't had, but mac and cheese and Cheetos and carbs, 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 my <laughs> normal foods that I like, like chicken and veggies can't stand them right now. Oh, I know it sucks, but the only thing I haven't put back in is rice. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. Cause I know yeah. you love rice. I do. I eat a I lot know. of, I know. I don't know why. I just have this in my head that the doctor said never. But oh, and then another thing I had to do, which you know I'm not good with change, is other than adding more supplements, <laughs> which is yeah. hard for me. Yeah. Um, I had to add baby aspirin. And if you know, once you've had this surgery, the uh, aspirins are off the table forever. Right. Wow. I'm surprised they have you on that. Well, it reduces greatly reduces your risk of spontaneous miscarriage, um, hypertension and preeclampsia. So the risks of stomach ulcers for me far are far outweighed by the benefits to the baby. Wow! But I cried. I struggled. I researched. I was like, I can't like, if they tell me I'm such a rule follower, if you tell me never again, can you have this? I will never do it again, like rice. And so it's, it was hard for me. And I did, I actually lied to my doctor for a week. And so I was taking it and I wasn't, even though I put it in my (laughs) I put it in my pill box for every night, but in case anyone wants to know, basically, as long as you don't, how do you say that? NACIDs or whatever, NSAIDs, oh, NSAIDs, yeah. NSAIDs, I always say it wrong. As long as you don't take like baby aspirin with a leave, like you can't take two at the same time. <clears throat> um, and if you take the smallest dose, which is 81 milligrams and you do the coded ones, then you can technically take aspirin if your doctor tells you to. I'm not telling you to. But the risk of, because they don't want, basically our stomachs are so small, aspirin is so harsh on your tummy lining that it can cause stomach bleeding and ulcers. Yeah. So that's why they told us not to take it. But um, I got the coated one. So when you swallow it, it goes through your stomach and then it dissolves in your intestines in theory. So I take it with food. I take it at night with dinner excuse me um and so far it's been fine but you know it's really that was really scary for me to add something that's been like blacklisted you know but yeah I don't know is there any I feel like I'm all over the place I didn't really write down notes of what I want to talk about but I'm sure this will be an ongoing combo for the next five months but was there anything you wanted me to answer well (laughs) (laughs) I mean No, I just, I guess my thing is, I'm just curious, like, how do you feel? Like, how, like, how has it been in your life? What are all the changes like? So it's definitely a trip because in a blink of an eye, I went from feeling normal to being like, I'm with child. (laughs) Like I can feel like the nesting thing. And it's just like, you're hyper aware Uh of this thing in your body and I can't feel it kick or anything yet but I just know it's I'm just I'm I'm like I'm pregnant I'm pregnant I'm pregnant it's like all your brain can <laughs> oh wow cool. and so it's weird so there's that um so the first trimester I told my girlfriends who all have kids basically except for two of us or three of us well now two of them um I was like you bitches <laughs> why is there this secret agreement in this pregnancy cult that you don't tell your non-pregnant friends, how fucking shitty it is at first. Like <laughs> it is. And you don't want to complain because you look, especially someone who thought it would never happen for them, you know, yeah. like 
I don't want to sound like I'm not grateful. A thousand percent I am, but I'm going to be real. That first trimester is no joke. You feel like you have gotten hit by a two by four every 45 minutes and you need to lay down or you're going to die. Like the exhaustion is no joke. Then you're like constantly a little green. And so you're eating, even though you don't want to, but it's the only thing that stops the nausea is to mm-hmm. put food in your stomach. Mm-hmm. I have a theory that we have better nausea as um, uh, weight loss surgery people because our tummies are so little. So the acid doesn't build up. Blah, blah, blah. I have a theory about it. But yeah, so you're constantly like laying there trying not to die because you feel like you're so tired and then shoving cheese its down your throat <laughs> and then being so thirsty and not be able to drink for 30 wow, minutes. Oh, that's hard. That was hard. Yeah. But other than like, for me, the exhaustion was just no joke. Like yeah. I have to lay down right now and just okay. like, don't talk to me. But yep. other, and so I haven't, I wasn't working out. I wasn't walking. Um, I have good news is that the second trimester, which I just entered. Oh, and your boobs. Oh my God. <laughs> I've sent you pictures. I love them. Oh my Kyle gosh. is so happy that <laughs> I have been blessed in that yes. I'm gaining weight in my tits and my ass. And love. that is not a problem for me. My butt jiggles when I walk down the stairs. That has never happened to me my ever <laughs> my whole life. My ass is flat, like concave Yay. flat. So I'm like, what is this jiggle? This is amazing. And then my boobs, um, I'm like a 36 or a 38 B probably, um, before surgery, I was like a 42 C like big tits, but, um, I'm pretty broad around the rib cage, but my boobs now probably, I haven't bought like cup size. I've just been buying sports bras Mm -hmm. at least three size, three cups bigger at least. Oh my God. They look like. You know when women get their boobs done and then they're all bandaged up and then yeah. you see the pictures and they're like laying in bed and their boobs are bandaged and they have a shirt over it. That's what my boobs look like, but it's just boob in there. Oh my gosh. That's and so awesome. My nip- and it's great too because I'm they're growing from like the bottom. So I have like pretty good under boob cleavage now. Nice. Like I'm, not bad at, I'm not mad about the boob thing. Hell yeah. But it awesome. hurts. And like when I go up and down the stairs, pretty much just down the stairs, I have to hold them because just that bounce hurts and it's Mm -hmm. a trip. And my nipples are getting a little darker, which I don't like because they were really cute, like really light pink. Okay. They're getting a little darker, a little bigger. My sister's tits got blown out when she had her baby. So I'm ready for my nipples are just like humongous, but they're hard all the time. My nipples are hard all the time and they hurt. And like, even if Kyle, like, we're flowing around and he barely sucks on it, which normally I'm, like, pushing his hand, his head into my tit, like, yeah. get it? Oh, yeah. my God. I was like, I, that uh, hurts so bad. So, wow. but it's kind of a nice assurance because as long as they hurt, your pregnancy is kind of going okay, you know, yeah. like the hormones yeah. are there. But, yeah, this baby is going to be well fucking fed. I'm just telling <laughs> you. I'm ready for it. And I always oh, thought. so cool. I always wondered, like, oh, I wonder since I'm such like a nipple play person, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna get like turned on or something while I'm breastfeeding, and that's kind of weird, right? But like, I kind of just had that in the back of my head. I'm just being yeah. around everybody, yeah. And then now I'm like, no way, no way, I will yeah. because it hurts so fucking. Bad. I was gonna like, say they're probably gonna continuously hurt even after, yeah. like, yeah, when you're. Well, I have to, yeah, you have to like rough them up before you oh. have the baby, Ugh. and like 
tweak them and like you know kind of scratch them and like get them ready for this painful suction whatever so yeah that's the those are that's how I'm feeling um second trimester has been so much better and I could literally I was counting the weeks like let me just get to 14 weeks let me get there because I know everyone says all these positive things yeah yeah and then the insomnia is a different thing too like I'm peeing like stereotypically I thought you couldn't stop peeing like later when the baby was like sitting on your bladder yeah um no it starts right away because at first your baby is like pretty much right behind your pubic bone and it's right on your bladder even though it's little it's only like right now it's the size of a peach which i die um but you know it's like four ounces now but when it starts out it's like a centipede you know right yeah but yeah peeing every hour two hours plus we drink a lot you know you're getting your liquids but I just been like I told the ladies in like the Facebook group that are stressed about gaining. I'm like, look, don't go crazy. Eat, eat, do stick with what you know works. Stick heating your protein. Hey, keep heating your hitting your water goals. Like, just trust your body, which I know none of us have much yeah. strength in that, you know. But yeah, so I pee a lot. I uh, my Fitbit tells me I'm I go to bed at like eight o'clock now because I'm exhausted and I get up at six every day. Um, but my Fitbit says I'm up for at least an hour all night, which sucks. Wow. And that's just going to the bathroom. Yeah. I get up and pee like three times. Oh my gosh. But I did start reading before I go to bed instead of watching my iPad. And that's been helping a lot. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. It was really hard to transition to that. Oh, and I bought a, um, three inch gel top mattress thing because my hips were hurting really bad like aching wow <laughs> yeah super fun super fun first trimester fucking sucks <laughs> okay so now lie. it's second trimester like yeah. what are your hopes and what are your thoughts for second trimester like do you think yeah. anything's gonna change as far as like do you, are you gonna try to walk like do you feel yeah, like you could? yeah okay. yeah so I bought okay. like a yoga ball mm-hmm. and I've been sitting on it um when I drink my daily protein shake I'm just a routine person. So I'm like, I come up from work, I make my protein shake, and then I sit on the um, exercise ball for 20 minutes and I just roll uh-huh. my hips uh, every oh, way. Good. Yeah. Because they're not very flexible. So I've been doing that. Um, sometimes it's been cold and rainy here in Oregon, but yeah. before it was, we were having like a little pre summer. Um, I was getting up and like walking at work like the last couple of weeks and like taking, going and walking a mile really quick, like on a 20 minute break because no one really cares what I do at work. So I feel my energy level is way better. My nesting has kicked in hard. Like I want to bleep every surface in this house. <laughs> um, and I also was just like not feeling it. So, you know, I didn't clean my toilet for like three weeks. And it's like, whatever, I'll do it when I do it, you know, but feeling better about that, like clean my shower. Um, and also, even though I've only gained what, like three, I don't know, three pounds or something, mm-hmm. the, the baby is perfect like exactly the size he should be all of our genetic tests came back negative for anything scary um a really close friend of mine lost a baby when I was getting married um so I was a little I was more scared about it than I probably should have been just because seeing her go through it it was heartbreaking sure but babe's great and very active and he has now moved up to like right below my belly button so I have an apron I have a lot of loose skin which bums me out so if I was like you know, not weight loss person. And I just was a normal, like 170 pound chick, my skate, you probably would see the bump better. 
Um, but if I like pull up my loose skin, then you can really see. It. I think I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like that. Cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, my hormones are leveling. They they just say like your hormones start to like level out because you're flooded with all these hormones. So your body's like, what the fuck, you know, for right. the first three months. But um, Kyle and I have been having sex again, which has been nice for him too. <laughs> um, the only complication I have, which I wasn't sure if I was going to share about, but I feel like fuck it, why not? Because people could have this. Is yeah. um, I have a polyp on my cervix, mm-hmm. and I wasn't there in the fall of 2020 when I had my pap smear right before my weight loss surgery, but it's there now. And they said, this is something to be aware of wait, as you're losing weight and when your hormones, as we all know, our hormones go crazy, right? With the weight yeah. loss. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, um, you could develop polyps. And so it's really important to go in your first like six to one year anniversary to go get us your vaginal exam done and get a pap smear done. Um, because polyps are a 99.9% benign, but if you're trying to get pregnant, they can grow really fast from your hormone changes and mm-hmm. they actually can block the entrance to your cervix. So the sperm has a harder time to get in there. And they say like, if you have a, cer- a cervical polyp and you get it removed, you have a 70% higher chance of getting pregnant. Wow. And it's not a big deal to have it removed if they catch it when it's little. So mm-hmm. if you're struggling maybe go have that, get that checked. Cause if you have one, it could be blocking the entrance for the little spermies. So that was interesting. Kyle was like, damn, we probably got pregnant way faster <laughs> if you didn't have that. But I didn't know I had it until we went and did our first, you know, vag check. And, um, mine is large. <laughs> they said it's <laughs> substantial, which I was like only the best for me. Um, <laughs> But, but that's what ultimately led you to go yesterday, right? Like there was some yeah. scary shit going on, but it was because of that. It they're little fucking bleeders. You ever have a wart or like oh, a wart yeah. that you cut and they yep. won't stop bleeding? Sure. So mm-hmm. these little fuckers are right on your cer- like for me, it's right on my cervix. Mm. That has a lot of blood vessels. It's very sensitive right now. It's going through a lot of changes. So super fun. You're constipated a lot when you're pregnant and mm-hmm. constipated a lot when you had weight loss surgery. Sure. So it's a double whammy. <laughs> And then I'm also eating pizza and shit again, which, you know, my yeah. body's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to get back on my like high protein, low carb jam, but um, I struggle with constipation. And this week was the first week where I actually had to like bear down more than mm-hmm. I probably should have. And when I did, I finally went to the bathroom, which is great and a relief. I probably should use a suppository, but I was at work and I was like, I just got to get this out of me. Yeah. And when I did, I was bearing down on also my vagina because it's the same muscle group. Right. And it squeezed, I think this is the not scientific term. It squeezed the shit out of the polyp. And all of a sudden I was bleeding a lot out of my vagina. And it scared the shit out of me. They did tell me it could bleed after sex, but not so much about pooping. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So then I checked it a few minutes later and I wiped again and it was a lot of blood, like for second day of your period of blood. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's scary. So then I was like shaky. I called my doctor. Our group is awesome because they have 24 hour care. You get a doula and a midwife and a doctor and a PA, like everyone's on your team. So I called, they got me in two hours later just to make sure they did a real fun speculum check. Mm. And they're like, oh yeah, this bitch is just a bleeder. Mm. and you're going to have this problem throughout your pregnancy. Yeah. They will not remove it 
um, until I give birth. Like they're going to do it while I'm giving birth because they are such a bleeder. Yeah. Um, but they're like, now we know (laughs) don't strain, use stool softeners, you know, all the things that we're supposed to do anyways. But I was just like stubborn about it. But yeah, it was really scary, but the baby was absolutely fine. It had nothing to do with him. It's just in the same area. So super fun. But I was like, you know what? If that's the one thing I have, I'm okay with that. Right. I, I'll, I'll deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. wasn't enough to like need a tampon. You can't use a tampon when you're pregnant, so don't use a tampon when you're pregnant. But it wasn't need that enough for that, but it was enough for like a panty liner, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have. Scary. I have a box of panty liners I'm going to take with me to work and, you know, I don't even wear underwear all the time, but now I'm going to have to wear underwear again. (laughs) It's fine. It wasn't cramping or anything and it's just scary. So I just want to say too, like, cause this is longer than I thought it was going to be, but cause I know you have to go pick up your hubby. No, actually I don't. He just texted me. Uh Good. (laughs) Walk. No, just kidding. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of Ubers. (laughs) Oh yeah, sure. In the middle of fucking nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ditto. Um, yeah, like it, you know, things happen, but I just, I'm excited to like go on this journey with you guys and you know, I am not going to bullshit you about it. Like, I'm going to tell you anything you want to know, everything you want to know, you know, I sound stuffy because all of your mucus in your body starts becoming thicker when you're pregnant. So Mm. vagina is a lot wetter, (laughs) which is a whole different world. My nose is wetter. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot, a lot to it, but you know, if you are not uh, like, if you're like Stacy and you're like, I don't want to have kids like more power to you. I was kind of that way too. Like I was like ambivalent about it. But if you're like a lot of people, I think who want to have surgery or having the surgery because of fertility issues, like I'm here for you. basically. Uh, awesome. And I probably won't cry that much, but I probably will. Cause <clears throat> I cry a lot now. Hell yeah. Like, well, and also too, it's just so exciting. Like I, I know for me, like it's just been like I, I feel like I'm actually like just so excited for October to come. And like <laughs> Matt and I were talking over the weekend, like okay, we gotta get something planned. We gotta go up there and throw a party and all the things. So well, that'd be I'm fun because so that is, you know, to be transparent, that if you had told me when we were talking about moving up here that, Hey, you're going to get pregnant the minute you move. I wouldn't have done it because I definitely feel other than Kyle and his really supportive family, you know, I feel pretty alone in this yeah. just because I don't have my sisters or my mom or my girlfriends and like my group of girlfriends, my sister's in it, but we've been friends for like 15 years and I've been through all of their pregnancies with them or watched them raise their kids. And so now I, it is like a big regret that I have about moving is that we're here um, doing this. But if I wasn't pregnant, I probably have zero regrets about moving here. <laughs> but, right. and then I work, my job is pretty isolated and it's with a bunch of 60 year old maintenance workers. So I don't think I'm gonna make a lot of friends there <laughs> that would like be a part of a baby shower, you know? So it's been hard, but, and then I was like planning on going home a lot, but Kyle's working full time at Costco mm-hmm. and so he's not like he can just take a week off and go with me home drive me home and I was going to fly and now flights are super expensive because of gas. So it's just really isolating and a little trapped feeling if I'm being yeah. honest, but I know it'll pass, but that's just been like the emotional part of it. That's been hard. My dad will be here in May. My sister and my mom are coming for like a month in July. And then 
they're planning on coming again in October. So they'll be here, but it's just not the same, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But it is what it is. I think they're all pissed off too that I'm here. <laughs> not there. Of course. They're like, we wanted to be a part of this. Yeah. So, but Kyle's mom and grandma and stepmom all got us like little boy clothes and little teddy bears already. And yeah, it's pretty cute. We have like a little, not a lot, but you know, a couple outfits already. And I bought a book about Jane Goodall. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen books about, do you know who that is? Jane Goodall? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I rarely see like a toddler book about Jane Goodall and I saw it at Ross or whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, I love Jane Goodall. So I bought a book. Well, it was funny because you texted me that you bought like a baby book about Jane Goodall. And I was like, oh my God, really? That's the funniest thing. That's awesome. That's so cool. Strong women will be (laughs) poured into this boy from the get-go. Along with football and all the other things. Well, I mean, Kyle's not really a football person. He Uh pretends to be, but like, he's not like, yeah, the whatever team, you know, I think he'd probably say 49ers. I don't know. Um, like, he's not, like, super sporty. He's, like, a fishing, like, Chad. Like, he likes to, well, he loves football, but, like, he oh. likes to fish and hike. Yeah. And he has every fucking trail guide and map you could ever imagine. That kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. But he's not like, it's Sunday. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, my football dates every Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I only watch football because I like to look at the players, like, I liked Erlocker for the Bears, so I like the Bears. Or I like Roethlisberger, even though he's not a great guy. I think he's really hot. <laughs> really? Oh no! Mm-hmm. I grew up not recently. Like, not recently. I, yeah, my I was I'm from such an NFL family. It is like gross. So yeah, it's kind of in my blood. So how do you not watch the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader show then? Because I like football. <laughs> But they're cheerleaders, like that's football <laughs> related. That's as much as I know about football, I'll be honest. I watched that show for the last 20 years. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like the sport. <laughs> I was a cheerleader too. Um, yeah, mad respect to cheerleaders. I mean, it's definitely a, a sport. There's no doubt about it, especially what they do. What I did was more like, ah. <laughs> I think the like college level uh, cheerleader gymnastic-y stuff is a thousand percent a sport oh it is even high school there are some really hardcore like competitive sport for me I was more yeah I was not I wasn't doing like stunts and shit like that like I was not the dancers we were more like dance team like exactly they don't do like a ton of flips and stuff right yeah no I was never that person (laughs) ever (laughs) (laughs) that was too cool (laughs) but mad respect I don't know yeah all right well I guess we should. I mean, I feel like there's so much that we can unpack with it, but also, hey, everyone out there, if you have questions about pregnancy, like send them in because we want to definitely answer whatever. We listen to me like I'm fucking pregnant too. (laughs) This is a team effort. This is a team effort, you guys. Stacey was there, um, handmade style, holding me down. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone watches that show? Just kidding. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. I love that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, don't really know what I'm doing. I'm figuring it out, and I think I'm doing okay. So okay, great. I have eaten a fair share of patty melts. So I will talk about this on our next episode because we're going to talk about emotional eating like mm-hmm. next time, yeah. which I think is really key right now for both of us. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny because your body is like in turmoil, right? And mm-hmm. it doesn't know what's happening to it, and it's all these changes. So I found myself 
rejecting all of my healthy foods. And I only wanted like old school comfort foods that I used to eat prior to my weight loss surgery, like pizza, but like really specific pizza, mm-hmm. um, patty melts and fries with ranch from a very specific place called Redford's in San Diego. I found another place up here that's similar, but like, I just wanted those emotional hormonal release foods. I still kind of only do, but I can kind of force myself now to eat better. But at first it was like, I'm going to cry if I can't eat like a piece of pizza from Costco or whatever. And did they like, did they have the same kind of hormonal effects for you? Like, Uh okay. Okay. Cause I know like for me, what part of the, part of my hesitation to reaching for my tacos, the famous fucking tacos that destroyed my life. Um, (laughs) Part of my hesitation to like going back to that is cause I just, I'm worried that I'm not going to have the same sort of fulfillment. Yeah. I'm really worried because there's certain things that I've tried eating after surgery that I'm like, eh. I mean, whatever. Taste buds yeah. change for it's sure. It's so weird. I'm yeah. like, shit, you know? And so if I go back to my tacos and they just don't have the same numbing, awesome, you know, release of happy hormones, like, I'm going to be really sad. <laughs> I'm going to be like, uh-oh, do I need to, like, call for Xanax or something? Like, actually <laughs> actually figure this out? <laughs> yeah, so it'd be on Adderall and then balance it out with yeah. some pennies. Perfect. <laughs> um, no, so it is true that for me – my old comfort foods, some of them don't taste as good as they used to. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm just not going to eat them again because I'm not getting the fulfillment or enjoyment out of them. I tried it, whatever. Other foods like animal style fries from In-N-Out, I can only eat five bites because I'm my stomach's still small. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, every bite, I'm fucking cherishing it. It tastes so good. So <laughs> I think it really depends on, depends on what the food, yeah. Um, Mexican food is still like blah to me because I've been eating it since my surgery. I just eat like a fajita or whatever. Yeah. Um, if I could eat a chilorellano and cheese enchilada plate, I'm sure I'd be like jonesing it, but I can't. My butthole will not allow me, but yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, some of it has been, yeah, some of it's been a little disappointing. Like, oh, this isn't hitting like that's like Wendy's nuggets don't taste as good anymore. And then my stomach hurt a little bit, but yeah, other things I'm like, oh yeah, I miss this and I'm going to cherish every bite. Cause I'm going to go back to my healthy ways after this baby, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's short lived. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just telling myself, you know what? Enjoy it for right now. You have a pass. You worked really hard for a year and a half to get where you're at. Don't go too crazy. My restriction, thankfully I'm leaning on it a lot. It's not going to let me go too crazy. And then this baby is taking a lot of my calories anyway. So just like, you know what? Just listen to my body. But I did eat a frozen burrito and it was fucking delicious. (laughs) When? I don't even want to tell you guys what I eat. It's disgusting. But I don't care. I love it. It's what the baby wants. You can't ask questions. You just have to give him what he needs. It sounds worse than I really am. Probably it's just, you know, we have, we all have these hangups about food. Yes, now. absolutely. You know, I don't want to have like, like I'm, I'm the one that says, no, I don't want certain foods to be good, quote unquote good. And some to be quote unquote bad or forbidden. And then I'm doing it even now in this conversation, like, you know, a frozen burrito can fit into your <laughs> meal plan if you do it the right way. But, you know, yeah. I'm just eating vegetables I'm eating fruit. I'm still hitting my water. I'm still hitting my protein, but I am eating some Cheez-Its and Cheetos and it is what it is. It's awesome. The baby's going to be orange when it comes out. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll all love him just the same. Oh, Cheetos hit the spot, though. <laughs> all right. Well, um, can you tell everyone where to find us? When are we going to start our third group? Have we determined that yet? I don't think we've determined it yet. Um, TBD. I think TBD. within the next. Yeah, I, I'm going to say within a, about a month, we'll probably okay. have that nailed down. And that'll um, be Tuesday mornings. Yeah, it'll be a Tuesday morning. Um, and I think, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to shoot for like mid-May. It'll be ready. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's you know, what I'm going to put up. time. We got you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God. It's slow go. But also, hey, you know what? Yeah. Let's open this up, too. Like, if you guys are interested in hosting, just hit us up. Like, yeah, you, you know, lead a group. Yeah. Preferably I mean, if you've already been a member. Yeah. I mean, if you've been around while. and you're right. Exactly. Or I have a few people, I think, in, in mind, I think could be really good at it. Yeah. I mean, and really, like, yesterday, you know, I couldn't get on because, like I said, I'm out of, out of town on vacation. I was just like, it didn't work for the day. But you know, we had one of our amazing members now I've talked about her. We've talked about her a ton, but like she helped, she just opened the call and really all it is, is just a great conversation. <laughs> so yeah. that's really kind of like, you know, how it was led. So anywho, um, you can find us at itty bitty belly committee on Instagram. I'm IBBC underscore Stacy crystal is IBBC underscore underscore crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to our website, itty bitty belly committee.com, right? Mm-hmm. Itty bitty Yeah. It's just itty bitty belly.com. Itty bitty belly.com. Uh, we didn't have that many words on the dot com. It just seemed like really long <laughs> to be itty bitty belly. Yeah, that's a lot that. of typing. Maybe um, and then call and leave us a voice message. Leave mm-hmm. us feedback. We really appreciate it. We love hearing yeah. from everybody. Um, we do. Want to join a support call? Let us know. We have Sundays yeah. and Tuesday evenings. Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. Tuesday evenings. So mm-hmm. let us know. We are here for you all. Yes. And thank you for being gracious with us not putting out an episode this last week because Stacy's traveling and I've been like going to bed at six o'clock at night. So <laughs> life will, life's been a struggle, but I think it'll balance. We're, out a we're shifting. We're going to make this work. We're going to get it, get it all happening. So, and then one of our members on Sunday, Hannah wants to come on and share her story. We just haven't been able to work out the time with her yet. She's a busy mama, but if you want to come on and share where you're at and how you got there and share your testimony, then reach out. We love to have you on the show. It's really easy. You just talk on your phone. Yeah. You don't need any equipment. (laughs) Mm -mm. Okay. Well until next time, I guess. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.